One second, girls. Get started without me. <laughs> You're such uh, a loser. Do you want, do you want You're such a sad loser. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I can't believe you finally got me here. You've been begging for years. <laughs> hey, Esther. <laughs> we could just call it right now. I'll, I'll just... I'll just use this as the intro, and then I'll show some of the best of our podcast, Rick and Esther Have a Time. Check it out on YouTube now, where we can see how funny I'm being and how you're just reacting. Do you want to go? Can I tell you something before I go? And it's okay. I just, I want to say that, like, if this is the case, it's totally fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Are but you about to call me out for being gay and making it seem like it's a problem? No, I could really see, though, that you... I could see you being a man without <laughs> without a penis. <laughs> I, I honestly, I feel the same about you. <laughs> I, we could call our podcast Two Men Without Penises." Okay. Man, I, I want to get you a book on insults or something. <laughs> like even even if that was a burn, even if I was gonna be like, "Hey, I do have a penis." <laughs> you, it's such a soft. Hey, can I? And it's okay if. <laughs> well, yeah, what do I, I need? Theme music. <laughs> Scoot, do. Do you need anything? <laughs> Blabbity blue. Scoot, dee. Oh, yeah. Right, going. How, okay. Are you okay then with this? It's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Got to a montage of every time you just... <laughs> 8% of our podcast, you're looking at the monitors. Yeah, for my look. own podcast. This will get more views than ours. Well, it's okay. You, I have to submit control to you when I'm here. Gold, gold, okay, gold, now that gold, I like. Gold, gold. Okay, I like that a you, lot. There's a lot you would like if you just <laughs> fucking paid attention. No, but it is really interesting being here because you actually like have no ability to intimidate or belittle it's like you are a 38 year old man in a home full of toys sorry i couldn't hear you what's that that's fine that's perfectly fine you'll watch it on the replay a big thank you to our sponsor factor 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 head to factormeals.com slash tyso50 and use code tyso50 to get 20 percent off wait this can't be right to get 50 percent off you get 50% off. That's code TISO50 at factormeals.com slash TISO50 to get 50% off. <laughs> and also a big thank you to our sponsor, AG1. AG1! AG1! Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So you're saying all I got to do is go to ag1.com slash TISO? No, it's drinkag1.com slash TISO. All right, don't worry about it. That's the thing. That's why I'm telling you and our audience. Go to drinkag1.com slash Tyso. That's drinkag1.com slash drinkag1.com slash Tyso. That's all you got to Wait. Hey, Ari. What are you saying? Back to the episode. We'll talk more about it later. <laughs> My toys, by the way. Yeah. What are they worth a lot of are money? Are they collectibles? Oh, this thing is worth eight grand. Oh, wow. They're expensive toys. Even cooler. You know what I'm noticing? You're, you're doing something different now. You're... You feel, and I didn't think about this because yeah. I still think you're here to like, I want to do this to promote our new podcast. So I don't, though this is my podcast, 
I don't feel any different than when we normally do it. And I'm now feeling you feeling different coming in here. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's such an odd thing. Like you're like you allow yourself to be one version of yourself over here and here you're manipulating it to be like, oh, well, here I don't feel and I'll submit and I'll do. And it's just and you're meaner. You're meaner now. Do you like this better or do you like the other way better? I'll be honest. I don't know if there's anything about you I like. Okay. I do think the other way is more playful. Gold, gold. Interesting. I will. You're like coming in attacking. Well, I'm also coming into your space. I'm seeing things. I'm reacting. And keep in mind too, like here, I have no response. Esther, I'm over here. I, ha- I have no mm-hmm. responsibility. You have no responsibility. What? <laughs> Like that's our podcast, Rick and Esther have a time is like, I'm responsible there. Oh, oh, you feel a sense of responsibility in our <laughs> podcast. Then how come you don't show up for that? Now, when you were late for this one. Five minutes seven, late. When you were late for this one. And, Can you imagine? I don't mind that you're late. It's just that you say you're never late in the first few episodes of Rick and Esther have a time. I was on time. having a late time. I, w- I can't. I could show the receipts of you saying here. The receipts. Yeah. There was, who cares? I really don't like you. We, honestly, do you want to go? Honestly, goodness, we could we could just we could do a half hour of the best of of the first like six episodes. Okay, let's try to push through a few more minutes. <laughs> I'm happy getting this over with. I'll I have them set up. I'll do my commercials. <sighs> Did you have a bad day? Did I have a bad day? Yeah. I, my day's just starting. Did you have a bad day? No, I was really looking forward to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I think would help you? Because you never wear headphones. If you heard how miserable you are <laughs> and how much your gaps are and how bad your timing gaps. is. No, I'm not miserable. I'm just honestly. No, no you, don't, you don't know. Okay, I'll try. I guess these are kind of nice. They're really nice. Really? Yeah. I got them because they you could wear them for hours and you, they don't upset upset your ears. Do you, why don't, do you want? Re, show that reaction again when she first heard her voice. <laughs> no, it was you. It's like so loud. Can I turn it down? Uh, I could turn it down. Do you, oh, you love having the controls over Would there. Would you like to switch seats? No. Okay. Okay. Down more. Now I have a question. Why don't we wear headphones for our podcast if you're so obsessed and addicted to wearing headphones? Obsessed and addicted <laughs> to wearing headphones. I think they would benefit you. I'm okay without them. Um, I do think when you have more than two people, it's important. I see. Could you turn it down a little more? Was that even turning yours down? I don't think so. Right. Hello, hello, hello. That's mine. How's that? That's better. Thank you. You're welcome. I love... Oh my God, wait. I'm... I'm I love my voice. Good. It's really soothing Mm -hmm. and like beautiful. Yeah, it's very calm. It's like when people are like sick of laughing, they're just like, (laughs) listen to Esther. (laughs) You know, maybe this will help, but I got to tell you, we've also been podcasting a bit. So I'm, I don't know if I'm sick of you as opposed to just, I just don't like you, but it's. How do you think I felt yesterday when I was enjoying date night? You saw me and your eyes lit up. With money signs. There's my there's my money bag, is what you saw. I'm dressed in this green because that's how you see me. You see me as money. I do like this outfit a lot. I saw you wearing that yesterday. Yeah, I was trying it on. 
Um, no, it was fun to bump into you. You are a fun character to bump into in the wild. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, no. You, that's like, it's like you and I are in couples therapy and your homework was to come up with a compliment for me. And the best you could do was, he's, um, I guess he's a fun character to bump into in the wild. It's true. Like if, you, if, I, if you're on date night and you're waiting for a table for a restaurant, you've got 30 to 45 minutes and then you bump into Rick, you're like, perfect. Right. Perfect distraction. Right. I feel like you do often need a distraction if you have to wait for a table. <laughs> well, who doesn't? It's hard to wait for a table. Yeah. It's hard work. I know. You, you, have, it, you have it rough. I do. I went to go get sushi and I had to wait for 40 minutes, but I did bump into a fun character. Yeah, that's that. Now that's a TV show. <laughs> right. Who would play you? Um, maybe Alexa Demi, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know somebody better than me because yeah. the idea of me is better than me i will admit what's the idea of you oh my god it's like look at it just look at it it's in front of you but you could write up a little description honestly and i i all the i like you okay <laughs> I, do, I do i do i do like you okay so what i'm about to say is just it's just like a human thought that popped into my head okay because i'm also remembering how i had you framed other people at home might not see it cut to the widest frame of her Right. See how small she is and far away? That's kind of how I'm picturing you. And I honestly, I feel like I could pick you up like this and break you. Okay. And there was a part of me that was just like, if you were a cartoon, I'd want to punch a hole through you. I fully... That's, Have you ever been beaten up? Never. Have you ever beaten anybody up? No, I've never had a physical fight. That's really not... Not your thing. No. Have you had a physical fight? I used to get in a fair amount of fights, to be honest with you. With your you. brother? a lot with my brother i think I've, I've i'm making this number up but i could probably remember them all i've probably been outside of my brother with six or eight people really six to eight people i guess if you count siblings like i've had like you know this Which, kind what of are you stuff. doing oh you're playing with your cat hitting back and forth with my sister like hit her run away and then she comes and gets you right she's the pretty she's pretty right yeah she really pretty or she just compared to you pretty i would say a mix of both of those two and yeah growing up it was you know, right. what, what's, a, what's got you smiling over there and touching your teeth? How much money do we have to make before you fix your mouth? <laughs> I fixed my mouth twice. I fixed it twice. Should we call him out on this podcast and to let them know not to go back to that dentist? I don't think he's in practice anymore. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I don't believe he even practiced. <laughs> we should get your teeth fixed. We should get your teeth fixed and we should get me titty implants. Okay. Now that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you had big, beautiful breasts, I would be a lot nicer to you. Of course. Uh, you have this fetish with pretty women. <laughs> but you as a like, I would be into that. I kind of understand. I understand that. Understand what? Like, I don't know. I just understand something about that. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. About. That's fine. That's good. Okay. Let's move on. Amir has a joke where he goes. I love Amir. Same. Shout out to Amir. We'll put his Instagram handle up here. Um, we went to Disneyland together. We came. I saw that. I think that's really cool. Uh, I would have invited you, but I didn't think they had enough corn dogs. <laughs> I. Uh, he has a joke where he's. It's actually kind of sad. He has to his his dog, you know his little wiener dog, Doogie has to have surgery. Mm. It's really expensive. Um, getting breast implants for dogs or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Maybe we'll put up a clip. I had to get my dog a $7,200 surgery. 
Yeah, fake tits ain't cheap. <laughs> Big old little fake titties on that motherfucker. Y'all ever seen a little wiener dog with some titties on that bitch? Wiener dog leg about this big, he's drinking titties on a motherfucking concrete. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, also- you kind of did the joke. I've never seen anyone do that. I didn't know you were doing, like you literally did his bit. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, now the thing, the, what I did was uh, by Ooh, setting up, uh, I was just showing. What is that? By setting up, uh, it was the front of my car. By setting up, uh, that is actually a little sad. I was misdirecting to let you like actually be listening. No, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an actor. But <laughs> Esther, it's then wear deodorant. <laughs> if you get grossed out that much by smelling yourself. It is not great. So Would you smell? No. Really? Uh, this is in Scissor Brothers. <laughs> is, is it they have, what is it? They, have, they do like competitions, you know, or like challenges at the end. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They do little challenges where they like eat each other's butts or like eat spicy stuff. Oh, I went on there with Eric Griffin and I was in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And Eric is just a bad mood. Also, by <laughs> I the way, love Eric. One, honestly, one of my best friends. Literally. But come on, he's miserable. <laughs> that is true, but also. Oh my God, I love him so much. No one makes me laugh harder. When I see him, I just like, I don't know. I, he like turns me into a pumpkin. Like I'm just so happy. Um, I've said on this podcast numerous times, I truly believe not just of our friends, of all working stand-up comics right now. He's one of the f- funniest stand-up comics out. Have you seen him do stand-up in the past like year or two? I actually haven't, but I do always stand by that whenever I'm in the room with him, I'm like, he I destroys. just beeline to him because he makes me laugh harder than anyone else, just being near him. But I also don't know why you have to like pit all of our friends against each other and say he's the funniest. Who am I pitting? I'm not, I'm, I'm, Everybody, I'm, I'm, we br- know. I'm bringing, I mean, every, everyone, I'm not gonna be mean. Mm-hmm. All of my friends are funnier than you. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, I'm just saying, Eric. My, I totally agree that my stand-up is, is not probably for you. Um, it's probably for people who don't like you. Well, then this is going to be a great podcast because we're going to get all the people that don't like me mm. and all the people no, that do like me. No, my stand-up, it's like. Yes, you're going to bring in the audience of people that don't like me. And <laughs> I'm going to bring in the audience of people who have taste. No. <laughs> <laughs> get your tongue fixed. So, uh, no, but I just, I'm giving a sincere thing to Eric because. A lot of people know podcast personalities and then they'll see some of them do stand up. Yes. Very different. Eric is a. Uh. Is just. Uh-huh. You know, he's just mad at everything. He's so funny. He, and it. On You're st- taking a lot of time to basically say people might not know his stand up. They might just know him as a podcast. You see Eric somewhere and in your town. You know, let's put up Eric's dates. Okay. I'm down. I literally love him. Yeah. But what was I going to say? There's some, why, why did we bring up Eric? Why did I bring up Eric? I don't know. I'm not you, even though you do see me when you look at me. I mean, you see you when you look at me. I know you do. You know, it's interesting how a lot of the Gen Z people, they feel like they know a lot about therapy because of the the stuff that's going on in TikTok. They hear terms and they like, oh, you're doing this or that. <laughs> and like you learned about projection like a month ago and you, and you just- Three per- months ago. Yeah. Force it into so many narratives. <laughs> You're it's so really, stupid. It's a really oh, projection is everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's about the awareness of when it's I'm, happening, Dad. Esther. <laughs> <laughs> I also. Did you really learn about it three months ago? Do you want to say no? But like it's no. Yeah, because you've been talking. You've been really. Months. Yeah, you've been forcing it. No, but give birth to that projection baby already. Another <laughs> month, and then leave it alone. 
But um, wait, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm not you, even though you see me when you look at me. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's so funny to me that you think I'm stupid. Like I can tell when we talk together. I don't really think work. you're stupid. I think I think that you're, I think <laughs> I that you like lack it. so much awareness. I love that you think I'm stupid because I know that I'm smarter than you and I'm savvier than you. Like I know all these things. And so you cool. thinking I'm stupid, I just sort of like get off to it. Yeah. That's, secretly. That's, that's why you're forcing, forcing the explanation. That's fine. <laughs> no, I've been wanting to tell Esther, you. What's nine plus four? 40? Yeah. Nine? Yeah. Nine, four? Look at you. We just found our thumbnail. <laughs> no, no. Mark that. That's the thumbnail. Do not. I will. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen to Esther. <laughs> Do you see how I have to, that's why I, never mind. Just keep going. With your next math problem. I don't have math problems. By the problems. way. <laughs> also, we'll only, I will have you approve any thumbnail you need. Okay. I know what it's like to be an insecure woman. I used to be one. Okay, good. Yeah. Great. You want to just actually give some looks now so we could you, we do one of those? Yeah, we'll use that. That's going to be good. So do we have permission to use any, any no. still within that five seconds? No, but ooh, how excited are you that you might get it? I see what it's like to fight with you. Like you, you, <laughs> no, you, you kind of, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, with no. you see what it's no, like, like for if, you if, to fight with me. No, I wouldn't fight with you. You don't have, you don't have, um, like there are no stakes in you being angry or upset until we start making some serious money. And then you're like, Rick, I was thinking I want 60%. <laughs> yeah. That's really what would happen. Projecting. <sighs> We tried this on one of our episodes and it went exactly as I thought it would. Let's try it again here. Let's see what happens when I stop talking. Okay. Right. <laughs> I I feel, no, actually. Yeah, good. Any opinion that you have, just let me know that you have something negative to say. Okay. And then don't say it. And then pretend that that passive aggressive nature is you having self-restraint as opposed to you, one, offering nothing and two, being a silent bully. <laughs> we'll be right back. <gasps> yeah you're meaner on this podcast than ours really yeah i think that i think that there's there's there is something about some something you feel like even you coming in oh you finally got me on and it's like oh i'm i, I could release control here and oh it, you you have this uh you just have some neg you have some resentment for something that i'm unaware of and i don't know if you are you're not but you're oh you know what never mind well, do you really have a problem with the difference in my behavior on this show versus I, I'm genuinely no, asking. No, no, no. Of course not. Do you like but it? But we have to talk for, you know, a certain amount of time. Do you actually dislike it or? I'm just making an observation. I, honestly, with no, with all podcasts. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're making an observation, but you don't have like a, a sense of what your opinion is of that observation. I do. I have an opinion. Okay. Oh, my bug bites are so bad. Just they're called breasts and they're fine. <laughs> Nobody wants to see them anyway. So with all podcasts. <laughs> you don't understand what it's like. To what? To be bit by bugs day after day. And when well, maybe if you if you if your blood wasn't filled with sugar. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. I want to hear this. <laughs> Please, 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 please. Why are you pretending that, that if, unless I start talking, you're going to have to pee? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah. 
you wanted me to come here today. I want to promote our podcast. <laughs> Rick and Esther have a time. Yeah. Where? On YouTube. And everywhere you can find <laughs> streaming. Um, our clip that we posted to promote yeah, it hit yeah. over a million views this weekend. Yeah, after a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, you're pretending like that's not a big deal for you, and like how am I pretending that I was I was say, letting people know that it wasn't out for months and months, on only a few days. Oh, it hit great. A million. Okay, yeah. great. What are you projecting, Mom? Esther. Ah! <laughs> Ricky, you have to be fed the bottle because you didn't latch properly. I got jaundice, so my. My mom had to take me to the hospital and I guess they either said stop breastfeeding him or my mom just thought I'm done. Mm. I'm not perfect. Crazy. What were you saying about your opinion of how I act on this podcast versus the other that one? That was not what you asked me. So that's not what, what I was going to What did I share. ask then? If I was bothered by it. Okay. Then give that answer. Thank I am you. now. Thank you. The thing about podcasting is when Ooh. you're- you're going to teach me something. The thing about podcasting is. Well, you do a podcast. You don't usually have guests. You know, it's we've talked sometimes. about this. It's sometimes. But you're used to. It's the same dynamic over and over again. Yeah. So there is a more consistent vibe. Yes. Than when you have different guests. So I wasn't meaning to teach you something. I was going to share an experience of mine. Share it. Permission granted. Would you do, wait, really quick before that, what would you do if I literally, and I don't like this kind of humor at all, I, I do not, but because oh, it's yeah, you and you're yeah. bringing it out in me, yeah. what, blame me. what would you do if I diarrheaed on your couch? Oh, you have a blanket down in case I do. Yeah. <laughs> Never you, mind. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, you're doing a, a oh. cartoon. This is why I don't oh. like coming here. Oh. This is why I don't, do oh. not do a cartoon oh. of that. Oh, 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 Esther, fuck. Do not do a cartoon of that. Do not do, our editor, do not do a cartoon of that. Well, answer the fucking question. Let me you. All right, well, we just got back. I had to switch everything out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so degrading to come here. Let me, let, let's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to explain to the audience, you could you could just no 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 coaster just oh okay. Um, Esther is the type of uh, improviser where she will suggest a bit. She will be the one to suggest having the diarrhea, and then when there's a funny comedian and a ragtag Tyso team that is able to make that come to life and get fun laughs and fun production out of it, she then will judge it and say, "Oh, you're this, you're this, you're this." It's a lose lose. That should be your next special, Esther Bravitsky. Lose, lose. We could call that our podcast. Our podcast that. No, but I, I, I win. No. Uh, oh, I win. We have a a person who needs to win, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, have you I seen just one go of those? to therapy. How many times? When was the last time you went to therapy? I go to therapy. When was the last time? Uh, probably about two weeks ago. And how often do you go? Like usually every other week. How long have you been seeing this therapist? A long time. Do you think it's time for a new one? What is this? Do we'll you right go back. to therapy? I'm a licensed therapist. Oh, okay. So you do it in the mirror? Yeah. I bet you love that. Not particularly. It's okay. difficult. It's difficult to yeah. hear those kinds of things, to look at myself in the mirror and to, to say, Rick, are you sure making potentially buttloads of money with this troll 
is worth what it's going to do to your mental health. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see by the time this episode comes out, there's a chance our podcast has it's been canceled. Over. Yes. Canceled. Yes. Also, <laughs> I we, look forward to if that. If we end our podcast, we should do some version of it getting canceled as opposed to. Agreed. Yeah. We should have like a statement and like a joint video, whatever. Yeah. And then that becomes a new series. <laughs> Rick and Esther canceled is our next podcast. <laughs> Do you think there's a, what are the chances in the next three years that you and I are pulling down over a million dollars a year just from our podcast and ticket sales from anything that we do together? Gulp, gulp, gulp. Zero. What do you think? (laughs) I think, I think unless you find a new therapist. Oh my God. Just go to the bathroom. Why do you think I need a new therapist? I'm just joking. Are you though? Yeah. You're just, you just force a lot of therapy narratives onto other people instead of looking at yourself. I, oh, that's interesting. I do. I'm open to that. Uh But I also do feel like I look at myself pretty, pretty much a lot. I do too. I think that's part of the thing. I think that you have expectations of what you want to be and you're not. So you try to befriend pretty people. Even me, if I had big tits. Cut that part out. funny how much time have we done <laughs> how is your morning what's your what is it like what, what time do you wake up what do you do do you know that when you, you have certain cadences and voices <laughs> that you use that even if the other person isn't yet aware it's you being judgmental um you know you do that i understand you might be projecting that onto me but no you do oh oh you do that i I may do things like that, but you don't know what that means I'm thinking. I might be like just sort of dressing up the way I speak. You don't dress up anything to look better. Mm. Would you at least concede to that? At this time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. No, 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 that's not fair. It's not fair. (laughs) Okay, I am going to do this. We end it with the bars and tones. We don't need to do that lick. That wasn't funny enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Esther, when was the last time that you snotted? Like you said something, you laughed or booger snot came out of your nose. I've never heard that phrase snotted. Oh, well then forget the question. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else? (laughs) What do you think is so great about our podcast? Why do you think people should go check it out? I I don't really know. I think. Because we normally feel good doing hours we walk out we're all energized yeah sometimes i mean i was watching back one last night Mm, hold on i think i have to burp sorry um i do think that you and i go like this yeah you had a milkshake possibly possibly Oh, I got ice cream last night. After I know. It was really good. Oh, Esther got ice cream after her sushi. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. So last night after we saw you. How many scoops? I only got one, but it was brown sugar. Vanilla, mint chocolate chip, and strawberry. (laughs) My favorite is when an ice cream flavor combines cookie dough and brownie pieces. Like, 
There's uh, nothing. What is that? There's nothing better. But so we were eating our ice cream last night and this man came up to me and he was like, oh, I just wanted to say I recently saw you opening for Mark Marin. I thought, you know, this young woman was coming on stage. There's no way I would understand her. But he thought I was so funny. Oh, that's awesome. It was really cool. And then he was like, I actually work in the industry. Did you get a big deal? I, well. Did he buy your ice cream? Well, well. Yes, he works in the ice cream industry. <laughs> well, I know what you meant. Okay. No, he said he was the he was the showrunner for Home Improvement. And he now works on the ice cream in the ice cream industry? Yeah, and he also worked on oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> Dude, how pumped was he when he found uh? somebody else was What the fuck did you I just actually do? I actually we have a clip of when he found it. No. Man, nothing's going right for me. I'm probably not gonna make it in this town. Look at I have a mugshot of me when I was in trouble once. Huh? No. Huh? Close second. I think. I think I'm gonna make it. <laughs> Snap. He also worked on Supreme the Teenage, which isn't that so cool? Yeah. And Dave is there. I was like, Dave is a TV writer too. So it was a really nice little like LA moment I thought I would share because you weren't really saying anything. Oh, you could have just shared your moment without once again, passing judgment onto me. Unless that's not what you were feeling. I guess I'm not in your head. Mm, well said. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was what happened to me after I saw you last night. Cool. Yeah. What a fun Hollywood day. Well, I wouldn't say Hollywood. I would say... Uh, evening in los angeles oh. as a young talented smart interesting different kind of performer. oh that guy was young no i was oh you're talking about yourself yeah oh that was like a day in my life you know yeah bump into the goofy kramer kind of guy yeah. that was you your yeah. role that kind of thing yeah what about what okay do you have something to say um uh, you know, you, you could keep telling me stuff. Okay. Well, um, some of it's actually too explicit. Oh. Me and the showrunner from Home Improvement. Right. <laughs> and Wilson? Was Wilson watching? From Castaway? <laughs> what? Oh, is that from Home Improvement? I don't remember things like that. I know. I know you remember every little detail from every show you've ever seen. Now, just because I don't, I guess I'm not in your head, that yeah. that tone that I was referencing, that wasn't a judgmental tone? No. Okay. I was just, I was enjoying what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a subject, a topic, anything? Like, am I just supposed to? Okay. No. Normally when I have comedians on that I've, especially ones that I've known for a while, they bring something to the table as opposed to just eat everything off of it. But, uh, you know, again, we could just, what do we you, could just call it. What do you? Still itchy, huh? <laughs> bug bites all over your arm? No, those are my feet. You have bug, bite, bug bites all over your feet? Yeah, I don't know how or why. I don't know if I've ever had my arms crossed during, during 200 plus episodes. Great. What? Just start a conversation. So how's Trash Tuesday going? Great. You're going to be on it? Yeah. I'm. Sh uh, maybe that episode will have already aired. 
Okay. By the time this comes out, if that's the case, we could just cut to that and then just have just half hour of that podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe bring some people over there. Um, what's your demographic? What, what what are the what do you think the people that watch your? Well, I just actually recently we t- I think we talked about this at least via text. We're fifty fifty split male female on Trash Tuesday on YouTube. Yeah. Now, did it used to be more female heavy, but they're like, I, these are not my people. And then more guys came in because they were like, I feel like I could hook up with any one of these. No, it actually started more guy heavy. And then the guys left. No, the girls came. Oh, so all, uh, all the guys that started watching, they still watch. But I don't know. How would I know who still watches? I'm not. Well, you just, well, you told me. What's that, your no, demographics? Probably all men, right? It's maybe 10% men. Okay. Honestly, I'll, we'll put up, I'll put up the thing here. Okay. It's... it's 90% women watch Tyso? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ages f- the 35 to 50. Why are you smiling big? <laughs> because it's that's a funny demographic for a comedian to have is 35 to 50 year old women. Why mostly. is that funny? Because what other guy comedian do you know has a demographic that uh, like that? Matt Reif. You think that 35 to 50? But why is it funny? That's what I'm. Is it because funny because women are older? Is funny to you? It's funny because I'm a guy with an immature personality, but for some reason, and also, I don't think 35 to 50 is older women. What oh, does you, that mean? I'm I'm asking you. I don't think that's an old woman. Okay. I think 35 to 50. I mean, that's that, that's my age. I don't think that's that old. Okay. That's kind of disrespectful. Well, I'm sort of putting that together based on evidence I have about... Evidence? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't know what's public and what's private about your life, but you are with... A A younger woman? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but I thought it was interesting that you said it would be funny if your demographic was women... Would be. Is funny. It is funny. 35 to 50. Would it be funny if it was 18 to 35 women? It wouldn't be as funny. No, I have, a, I have a very immature personality. So like younger people like typically more immature stuff. But I think that the reason that the the um, the women that are at a perfect age are also interested in this podcast is because there's also a lot of insight on this podcast. So like I marry a lot of like the disgusting, immature stuff with the interesting, profound stuff. You have interesting things to say. You just don't really like let them out around me that often. I have to like beg for it oh you have to beg for it esther uh there was a text i got from you today and if you don't want this in there we could take it out there's nothing i don't think there's anything private um just finished episode three best part is the discussion at the end about people stealing ideas from people online good reminder that when we get into real discussions it's really good yeah i know you brought that up today to keep on topic so i will try to double down with you and keep us working on that i keep trying to have serious conversations and a lot of times Tell me if this is wrong. When I'm talking to you about something that really matters to me or that I'm serious, you go like this. And I go, okay, I won't talk about it. You can keep going through those faces. I'm I'm allowed to react honestly. You you are, of course you're allowed to react. But what I'm saying, you say, oh, you don't let them out around me. What I'm saying is if I'm with somebody who is not being connected during a connected conversation, it doesn't foster a, 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 a foundation where I have the interest to continue sharing those things. Okay, I hear you. I receive that information and I will work on that because I do want to have those conversations with you. Thank you. You're welcome. That I mean that. Thank you. Thank you for me. Because that. we have them often when we're not podcasting. Like we talk about 
stuff. I've talked to you about serious stuff in my life and I felt received and heard. And there seems to be a mutual respect with each other. And then once it's on camera. Sometimes when you talk seriously and you take yourself seriously, I'm just being honest. It Sometimes when you, mm-hmm. it grosses me out and I can't hold it in. Absolutely. Now, that, just so I'm clear, that's not a judgment, right? That's not a judgmental not tone. Not at all. Right. Okay. So. It's my physical reaction that I can't help. Right. Like, so, so that's why I don't offer up okay. too much serious or vulnerability with you because correct me if I'm wrong. When I do, it makes you want to throw up. I know I'm not really a big thrower upper. What did you just say then? It grosses me out. Grosses you out. So you get grossed out, but not to the point of throwing up. No, 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 right. no. Not so like why that. would I want to share mental why would up. I want to share serious stuff with you if it grosses you out? And even before you get grossed out, you do this. Or interrupt or or shut me down or you, judge it. And I want to work on that. And I think that's I can work on that. Right. Okay. Great. So once you do the work um, and then you come back and decide that you could hear me, Mm -hmm. do you think maybe you'll offer some type of an apology for for saying that, hey, this friend of mine that I'm starting a new business venture with, when he says serious things to me, it grosses me out? Are you kidding? You're asking me for an apology? Are you fucking insane? I'm... I, we could cut to a montage of all the times uh, on Rick and Esther have a time that I have said, put aside, say, also, Esther, by the way, I feel like you know this already, but these are the ways I feel about you. And we're just joking and playful. And it seems like you play along with this. And if I ever say anything that crosses a boundary, let me know. You go, no, I love it. I have so much fun with it. So, I do. So, so I don't think that when you say serious, which, by the way, there isn't much serious stuff you say to me that's not packaged in either a bit or judgment. However, if there's something you wanted to say to me, I'll tell you right now. I wouldn't be grossed out about it. I would love to be able to have more real conversations. In fact, I even said to you, when we're not podcasting, I do feel received and I do feel that I receive you. Sometimes I'm just going to be honest here and it actually is not a judgment. Sometimes. Bleep all of this. When. Seriously. You're a very silly, fun guy. And I love that. Was that that so hard? And I love that. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Our next partner is AG1. Jordan, Jordan? It's Jordan. Jordan, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. Don't you drink it literally every day? I actually eat it every day. I put it in my oatmeal. I'm not kidding. This is not a fib. What do you like about AG1? I like it because I don't, I can't cook and I need uh, nutrients or else my skin turns gray. So you're saying I get a one year free vitamin C supply if I go to drinkag1.com slash Tyson? But here's something that you don't even realize. It's packed with 22 different, wait a minute, this can't be right. It's packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and probiotics, whole food source ingredients, high quality, gut and mood support, boosted energy. And if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Tyso. That's... Wait, so you're saying I got to go to drinkag1.com slash Tyso? Now say check it out. Check it out. Beanieandpod.com. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Ari. What's up, dude? Are you like me? Do you love eating but hate having to figure out what it is to eat? And how are you going to get the food that you know is good for your body? No, I love eating, but I hate you. That's how I'm like. Oh, you suck. Okay. It's funny stuff. (laughs) You know, I would be sad, but I'm not because I'm so filled up on great food because sometimes I'm too busy running around the day to think about lunch. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? Try Protein Plus Meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. 
They offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles. Fit being the operative word. Yeah. Not bad. Hey, uh, I've got a different lifestyle. Keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie. Are those the lifestyles? That's one of them. Yeah, veggie. Are you? Are you you veggie? Well, Well, if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select (laughs) vegan and veggie meals each week. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. What do you mean? What do you mean no mess? It's like this. You peel it off. Yeah. You put it in the microwave. You heat it up. I've had I actually too. don't heat them up. And what do you eat it with? Yeah. What do you eat on? What do you There's eat There's plastic. It's eat, already on. Eat, eat, uh, and then you drink it like this? No, you, you get, get a fork. fork. And how, where the fork stays the same? You throw it away at the end. Metal and all. No, you, you don't put do it in that? the dishwasher. Oh. There's a mess. There's a mess. Head to factormeals.com slash Tyso50 and use code Tyso50 to get 50% off. That's Tyso50 at factormeals.com slash Tyso50 to get 50% off. And check out being you and Jordan. A touch of mess. And I have so much fun with that. But sometimes when you do get serious, I do. It it makes it makes me laugh. Okay. And so I will try to be more, you know, like of a listener and not so much of a like, ha ha ha. You're you so could la- silly. But, but you gross. could laugh. Okay. But. You could laugh. It's not about you laughing or being grossed out. It's about that feeling that you're having interrupting the possible connection that we could have because of the judgment and the making fun of in in a real moment. You know what else is honestly, and this is a compliment. Like I do view you as someone that could see me reacting and whatever and still power through and get your point across. If it's it's something that's necessary. mm -hmm. But when we're just literally, I'm going to admit this to the audience, trying to fill an hour to make money, (laughs) (laughs) there is no craft... This podcast, pride. Our podcast, give me the money or I'm out. <laughs> so when we're just filling an hour week after week after week, it's like, I want to enjoy it. I'm not I'm not here we speaking. We do enjoy th- it. I, I Absolutely. Yeah. But in those moments of seriousness, when you're like, oh, I thought, Rick, you could just power through. I could. I'm not there to power through. I'm there to have a light, easy okay. time and to connect. But you know what's so interesting? Hmm. I didn't know you were having all these feelings. I mean, we're not going to do this, but let's <laughs> let's pull up all the first six episodes we've done and do a montage of all the times we have said, Esther, let's be able to at least have some real conversations. Esther, I'm feeling shut down. Esther, you keep interrupting. Esther, we don't need to talk about this. You need- no, just talk about it. I'm like, Esther, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's go one step deeper here because I think we're getting somewhere. I want to take it one step lower, you know, deeper. I think that like you're a tall, competent Jewish man, right? And you are confident, you're athletic, you're successful. You have all these, you have all these awards you're so proud of. You have a Space Jam glass. Like that's fucking cool, right? I'm this short, right? mopey. Right, this makes sense now. You know, so it's like- Go on. I kind of- <laughs> Go on. You only listed two. I kind of have you, to- You only listed two. Esther, you listed a whole bunch about me. That's not fair. You listed okay. a whole bunch of great things about me. So continue on your short, short your mopey. mopey, maybe a little frumpy shoulder, depending on, you know, what I'm eating like that month. Um, your diet depends on what your shoulders look like. I think the way I said it was better, but I want to keep moving on. You know, like I have a lot of pains and aches. I, uh, stuff like that. We'll just leave it there. So Jewish. Mm, half mm. but so it's like i kind of have to be a little harder and tougher on you do you know what i'm saying and i feel that why 
Like, there's just something about being a short woman moving through the world. And then you see that that does sound tough. You see this tall, confident guy and you're just like, let me bring him down because I'm not sure about myself. (laughs) No, no. no, When you're talking about projecting, when you're when you're forcing projection onto me, go on. It's almost like I'm really comfortable kind of just pew pewing you. Of course you are. Yeah. And I think that that is beautiful. I think that is I think a, th- I, I think there's definitely space for that. I think it offers space. I think that offers a a, a a really fun part of the dynamic between and us. And I think it's a beautiful expression of that in our society that we're offering to the culture. Is like look what's, at this puny little short ugly girl who right. doesn't give a fuck. Oh, you care you care more than anyone about, of my friends. No, about you, about you. I I care about I give oh, a if, fuck. If you didn't care then you wouldn't be forcing the narrative. Forcing the narrative. What narrative am I forcing? Help me understand that. I'm just trying to explain something to you that you brought up, but what narrative am I forcing? The culture. Are you talking about the culture as in like a microcosm between you and me or the culture of society and the audience watching us? I think the culture of society. Right. So what you're doing is what you're, what you're selling at least is it's impo- not selling anything. What I'm you're saying, simply what just you're saying publicly. Po- I'm giving a possible explanation for how you're feeling why you're feeling this way right well i know why i'm feeling this way i don't need the explanation of why i'm feeling this way it's about the actions that are happening and the okay re- okay so what you're saying is the to the uh, to the culture that it's important that to use your words small frumpy mediocre bad shoulders <laughs> shitty 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 women <laughs> it's important for them to win a tall you know, award-winning, dramatic actor, <laughs> funny, charismatic Jewish guy is trying to connect with her as equals, as partners, as friends. She should shut him down because of how she feels inside and instead pretend that it's him projecting. Mm-mm, mm-mm, okay, mm-mm, then go ahead. But you had me halfway. Mm-hmm. Just kicked in. <laughs> you had me halfway. We're gonna we're partners. Okay. You might be short. I might be awesome but we're partners, okay? And we're going to bust each other's balls and cunts Hell all the yeah. time. And that's great. And that's going to be yeah. a lot of what we do. Yeah. On a surface level, and there's more, as you like to call deeper, but I'll even talk about the easier surface level, just for our audience and for the media of podcasting. We need to be able to also offer genuine points of view and connect with each other as friends. Of course. Right. Now on a deeper level, I have been telling you for six episodes, now seven, when I'm telling you, I'm making this number up, but 3% of the time we talk, oh, I'm being serious about something. Have we, I feel like we always get there. No, no. And I'm not putting that on you. Honest to goodness, I'm not going to put that on you. Great. But um, because of you, we don't. (laughs) uh, No, we don't. I'm not putting that on you, but we don't. And that's also okay. I just, I think that I, I am this energy and I, I get, you know really? what? Can I tell you what I really think? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I do apologize for interrupting. I do. It's okay. I do the same. But I think that you struggle with staying on topic and you have a tendency to go into your silly bits, which is great. Mm-hmm. We love that. That's a great performer. So I think that it's it bothers you that I'm also contributing to us not staying on track. Oh. So you are, there is a little bit of projecting so yeah, I was just going gonna on. Say, you're, you're put, telling me, what, you're diagnosing me again. So the, the, my, you're so simple. But you know what? You're <laughs> such a simple person. It's fucking insane. I'm, you don't need to hear what I'm projecting. I'm literally telling you. I'm literally saying I don't put the responsibility completely on you. However, the times that I have tried to been serious, this is how I feel. And you go, interesting. <laughs> so you're projecting. I mean, I'm, the information. 
<laughs> it's like you going to Chipotle mm-hmm. and them I'm having listening. the menu and you found out that they, they have, have a the quesadilla. It's up there. They have a quesadilla that isn't on the menu or they have some off the menu. It's so, mobile order. So you menu. are now aware, oh, there's some secret things. So you are now, you know what? Here's the deal. <laughs> I've expressed how I feel. I've heard you. Well. I've indicated that I've heard you too. Okay. And- I think that just for us having a better product, mm-hmm. it would be best if you just shut up and I was talking the whole time. I'm, that's fine. Okay. So <laughs> this morning I woke up, I'm rewatching Suits, which is where uh, Meghan Markle. Uh, I know, everyone knows. <laughs> I'm it, having a really serious. Is it a good show? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What is there? What would make me like it? Honestly, I don't understand your tastes. (laughs) I think you are, you know how maggots will eat like dead animals and bacteria will just eat anything. It's like, oh, in that ecosystem, that's what it's supposed to do. I just can't empathize with it. Mm -hmm. I look at you like a bacteria or a maggot Okay, where it's like, oh, right. She does these things. But, but you don't understand it. I don't understand it. And it's tough to because there's so much inconsistencies. For example. You know what? We're all actually bacteria. So you might be projecting. Because <laughs> you are literally bacteria. That's literally what we are. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I know that those were made up of a lot of different organisms, including bacteria. Uh-huh. But I thought I was a mammal. Made of bacteria. Made of atoms. Hello? Okay, keep going. I mean, how far do you want to zoom in? I mean, we're made, we're literally stardust, man. Yeah, bro. We are. At least I am. <laughs> I'm, f- no, you're sixth like, the lead, Dust. I feel like you're, um, well, this was from the first. I feel like you are a lump of coal with so much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something in your DNA that doesn't allow you to turn into a diamond. So you're just this crushed coal with this potential that people keep telling you about. I feel very diamondy, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I feel so, it. So now when you tell me that you're this short, frumpy little... That's more of how society may look at us. And also oh, like... You, are you projecting? Oh, I might be. Are you projecting? I would have no problem if I am. However society looks at you, is not up to you. You can't control that. I am just saying that I don't feel a discomfort with being, actually, I don't want, I, I just, well, let's keep going because I don't want to get back into that and have you get upset and like weird with me. Let's just keep going. I'm going to listen to Now, just to, you. to be sure, that tone, that wasn't judgmental, right? <laughs> no. Right. We'll let the people at home decide if you have a judgmental tone. Okay, that's fine. But I do, I- Excuse me, we'll let the bacteria at home decide. <laughs> I literally do want to be very clear. I want to hear you. I want to have conversations with you. Yeah, I think it would be it would be better. Great. But also bust my balls, interrupt, judge me, do all the things you do. But every now and then, like if you're like, oh, Rick is actually saying something. And you think I never do that? I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to define things in hyperbole like that. Like, no, we're friends. I just saying like in the past six of our episodes plus this, I have found it to be uh, a reoccurring theme that like sometimes something comes up where I'm like, ooh, like I have a take on this. I want to get into it. And you go, oh, 
a master, <laughs> you know? Fair. Thank you. And I will and I actually and I mean this. I hate you. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> when you have a take on something, I'm glug, 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 glug. I wanna hear it. I, w- I want to cut to a montage so much. There's so many times I'm telling you things like I'm literally talking about that things that you've it. asked me about. It's not hard. It's, it, it's frustrating because because you aren't just a guest on my podcast or somebody that I podcast with. Like we, we, I'm trying and we talked about this when we first started Rick and Esther uh, back in 2020. Like I'm looking for something that is sustainable as I'm sure you are too. So like to do the same thing every week, we have to be able to talk about stuff. Yeah. As opposed to just surface. A hundred percent. Which is also, I love. But like, sometimes it's like, oh, I got a take. And not only is- I love a take. Not only do I not feel that I, I get like somebody who is either listening and or contributing, but I actually feel somebody who's creating an obstacle to it. Which then, sure, I could force. Oh, listen, it's important that when I got jaundice, my mom stopped breastfeeding. I could. I don't want to force it. I've, as I've said, now Great. I've heard you. Great. This may be like speaking of montages, like the fourth or fifth time. I genuinely mean. I hear you. I want to. I want to be a open Great. Great. listener to you. I agree. I also wouldn't. But you could also say there's times where we have had open dialogue yeah. in those previous six episodes. We've had good conversations. I, I felt like I had to fight for it. I had to fight for but it. But we got there. Well, you know what? I'm sick of fighting. Well. For it. We will, We that will be addressed. The next episode we record, I will simply just receive your takes with open arms. You know, I, I, I'd like to talk about something serious. Okay. Um. I have a very strong penis <laughs> no that's just like feels like something that you would say sorry keep going i have a very strong sensitivity to being misunderstood by somebody who i care if they understand i'm sure that's a human thing yeah i think it's a weak trait of mine though like when it isn't happening, like even you just- You were overly worked up maybe? Just now you called me out for something that I also felt myself doing, which is also something I know I do. I explained myself after you said I heard you and I did it again. And you're like, what's again, Rick? Now here's a montage. And I felt like, yeah, I know I do that. I do that because I felt that, I, I felt like you heard me and then it felt like you didn't. So then when you say I heard you, it's like, no, I need to explain it differently or again. And I bet that's annoying. I know that's annoying in, in, in personal relationships for my partner. Mm, yeah, no, I, but also uh, it's fine. But I, yeah, I think everyone can kind of relate to needing to over explain some things sometimes. I, I, I agree. Um, I don't, I don't like how, how it consumes me sometimes. Like. Like you almost do. Is it like you feel like you can't rest or feel easy until you really, really know that they understood you? Is it okay if we talk about this more? Yeah. Them understanding me is like part of it, but more specifically them not understanding me means that we didn't get to move past this. 
So you're like really scared of that zone. Yeah, I get a, I'm a very anxious person mm -hmm. and there are certain people in my life that neutral, some that make me more anxious and some where I feel like I have a vacation for my anxiety. Whoa. And holy shit. I seek those types of connections. And the vacation ones? Yeah. And I have found that those ones come from people who accept me. Mm -hmm. And this isn't specific to me. This is just the experiences that I've recognized in my, you know, friendships and stuff. And I found that the people that accept me, it's not them even needing to understand as much as just being okay with. And I find that people who haven't yet accepted me, the only way I could get acceptance in different pockets is if they understand. So when people, when I feel accepted by somebody, whatever, I'm at ease, it doesn't matter. And when I'm not, I'm feeling myself trying to get them to understand. And I'm trying so hard, as exhausting as it is. So once we do this, it's almost like in a video game, pff, we beat that level. And eventually we get to the point of where I'm being accepted. And that's that's a little forceful of me to, to over-communicate so much to make this other person accept me. But then it makes me like, oh. And I have noticed that once I have a friendship where I feel that way, it's a very certain type of friendship. One that... It's a very specific type of friendship. Okay, I love this. And I love the concept of feeling so accepted by someone that they're like a vacation from your anxiety. I, cause, okay. But I actually first, I wanna ask you, where do you stand with me? Cause I, I feel like I, yes, I'm like buster balls, whatever, so to speak. But like, I would, I think maybe I'm, want to say that you I accept you and you know that but maybe I'm not fully like vacation mode is the question how do I feel about yeah that? I feel that uh there's potential for that um you um I also think that the dynamic that you and I have for the most part most of our interactions are a performance yeah this being a performance mm -hmm. uh at least in part. So based on that, I don't think, I don't feel that you know me that way. Um, can I give an example? Sure. Sometimes when you talk seriously and you take yourself seriously, I'm just being honest. It Sometimes when you, mm -hmm. it grosses me out and I can't hold it in. You know what I mean? So I do feel that. I do feel when I say serious stuff to you. But you don't also understand that that's like performance and being silly. And if we were literally on the phone and you were telling me something like, do you really? I yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I was saying. I think off podcasts, mm -hmm. there is something there. Yeah. But most of our relationship moving forward, considering that we're going to be spending at least an hour a week together, mm -hmm. is going to be this. So. But I can. Okay. So sorry to interrupt, but perhaps we I should and I do think the more we podcast together the more those things will become one as we continue to gain levels <laughs> but I also hear myself kind of yeah fighting for that and, and I could see that, that, that you could feel there's some hypocrisy there because I bust balls so to 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 try and 
level that out. Uh, like I, I'm not saying I don't like the busting of balls. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Thank you there, for saying that. there needs to be for both of us some type of a shorthand when we see, oh, he's saying something serious. Agreed. I think that's good. And that's why I suggested on, on Rick and Esther have a time available now on YouTube. Uh, yeah, go subscribe now. If Side we had like a food. bell or something to be like, no, hold on. This is a real thing. Yeah. You know, uh, like a safe word during, do you have, you have sex? Well, we call it something else. But. Right. Laying there and ordering Postmates while I make my, right. Sometimes when I bring up that kind of stuff, I get a little, and I stop myself because I don't know when I'm being mean to Dave. Right. And that is got to be careful about that. Yeah. But I will say this. We're we're very confident and comfortable. So when you say I'm this tall, confident person and you're what you said before was a gnomish, trollish, ugly, horrible person. Yeah. But you're also saying you're very confident. You're a diamond. I meant so I meant a couple things are happening here. But one of them is that that's sort of like from society's viewpoint is you are a tall man. I mean, everybody I meet in person. You got me. Okay. (laughs) I could take it. I meet people that go, Whoa, I didn't realize you were tall. Society doesn't see me. Society sees me sitting down next to another troll. (laughs) Why are we so obsessed with society? Why are we so obsessed with? It's not an obsession. I think it's an important, it's it's literally making you break out. I think it's important to be aware of society. Like I don't, I used to sort of live in my own bubble where I only focused on myself <sighs> and I feel so much more of a satisfying existence when I pay attention to the culture and how I fit in and oh. how it. So it makes, honestly, it makes you feel better to think about people looking at you as this short. No, that's a separate shoulders. thing. That's a separate, I, I, you know what? I actually just think you're not going to understand the concept that I'm explaining to you. And I'm much, open to it. No, t- t- no, 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 I'm, I'm kind of done. Okay. I'm kind of done explaining it. Like I, I maybe it's, and maybe that's, I don't have a good way of explaining it. I, I, I was, I was also like, I had a judgmental tone bringing up. So I can imagine that made you feel like you don't want to talk about it. As I said this recently to Dave, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. And that's because I don't know how to say it. Dave didn't understand what you had to say. Yeah. It was about something else. I don't remember what, but, um, I have a, I have a, I have a, I know Dave doesn't like advice, so this is ironic, but, it, <laughs> but I have, I have a, an opinion on that. I have advice on that. Okay. That, well, that take, I was making it. a joke, but sure. You're making a joke about what? What I just said was a joke. Oh, Dave didn't say that. No, I said to Dave, you don't understand what I'm saying beat because I don't know how to explain it. Right. So that's. But did Dave not understand? I don't, I, I, can we have like a, you know, can we also have a button? No, I don't want five. I just, a button where it's like next. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your advice? I do want to hear your advice. But but we just went next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a dynamic that uh, I'm familiar with. Which one? What's happening right now. Me and you? Um, You and I. And uh, I'm joking. It's fine. Um, yeah. And uh, there's something to be fixed in my mind when I realize that there's nothing that can be. Was that like a quote? 
mean, I guess if somebody repeats it, they could quote me. Um, gulp, gulp, gulp. I like to f- push through stuff. And I don't think I appreciate how much that could exhaust the other person. I don't. I like pushing through, too. I think we're more similar than maybe we... I don't know. When I said I like to do it, I wasn't implying that you don't. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't uh, project like that. Oh, uh, I was well, just speaking for myself. And I was just sharing and relating to you that I understand. So you don't want to go next? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should go. <laughs> we can end it. We can end it. We can do a little more. Okay. What do you want to do? I have so many thoughts right now. Okay, go. Let's hear them. Do you care if I have a snack? What kind of snack? A protein bar. Just don't eat into the mic. Is it going to make you uncomfortable? Uh, I mean, protein bars don't really get crumbs. What a depressing episode. Why? Great product placement, by the way. (laughs) You got a brand deal with them? No. You want one? <laughs> I would love one. Please don't eat into the microphone. Okay. Why don't you talk? I do think I need a snack. Is that okay? Mm. This is so awkward. It's so awkward. Man, I have so many... I have so many feelings right now. Share them. They're not public. Mm. Do you want to not? Do you want to have a five-minute break and share them while I eat? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a fun Patreon section. Rick shares while Lester eats. Do you eat a lot of protein? Of course not. Um, do, you, do you blood sugar low? Um, yeah, I guess it feels like, um, I mean, it would feel like a therapy session. It does or it would? would. Oh, well you could. You know, and like, uh, already I feel like, uh, what we revealed both content matter, but also just like dynamic and even talking about like the, the sensitivity to not being understood or accepted, which I know is a very human thing and I don't feel any shame of of it, but whatsoever, but there is something about podcasting. And I think I've talked to you about this before in general that I don't like. And what I don't like about podcasting is, and there's so much I do like about it. But when I first started the podcast, I didn't anticipate it it's not the biggest podcast in the world, but it is relatively successful and a lot of people see it and people recognize me and it's very cool. But I didn't think about how much of myself I'm giving to strangers. And with that, I have 
set some informal boundaries with myself of things I will and will not talk about. Um, I generally, I mean, incidentally, I've introduced my family onto this before it became successful and my family is so funny. I love showing my family. I love that, but I still get a little uncomfortable with stuff like, uh, with examples I don't even want to say, but personal relationships and family, personal life stuff. I don't love getting into, but at the same time, I'm connecting, we're talking, and there's some things where I just feel a little, uh, I believe the, the trending term is ick about now. We're like, I don't want to be giving this away. Um, and uh, I do think that considering that you and I are going to be podcasting every week and it's not a different guest all the time, for it to be you know sustainable and have value to it we're gonna have to go into that stuff somewhat yeah you know but i'm feeling right now like this odd i don't know my instincts right now like rick just stop talking well it's really it's an interesting thing that you bring up that i feel like a lot of podcast people people i work with talk we talk about this and like we don't really ever talk about it on air because it's so not an it kind of breaks a fourth wall in a way but I'm glad you're bringing it up like what you share and then for me especially the way I experience this a lot is and I have an insecurity about it is like the basic example is I can literally go on a podcast and be like I fucking hate Taco Bell and then the next day all of a sudden like literally because I said that out loud I'm like wait I like Taco Bell like I'm so hypocritical and this is not what you're saying I don't think but it's a thing that I struggle with with podcasting is like I will go on there and say I'm on this diet I do this workout and then two weeks later like that is an old version of me best example I quit weed I say that on a podcast two weeks later I'm doing weed every night. So it's like I do struggle with wanting to be honest in the moment about what I'm experiencing in life and how I'm feeling. But then it's like it changes so much. And then I feel like I'm this. Am I this fraud? But then I'm like, no, I'm just an honest human existing. And so a lot of the times you are going to see me contradict myself on a podcast. And that's something an internal thought I have a lot that I haven't really articulated before. So thank you for what you shared, because it made me think of that. You're welcome. That makes sense. Um, I think people get that though. Like, I think so. Wait, you said you didn't do weed. Yeah, I, I wasn't and I am now. Yeah, but like I've like it's, you get called out for it. Is that no, but I worry about people being like Esther's Esther quit drugs and then I decide, well, I'm going to do it now three nights a week and then being like, well, I do it right. now. And that's like seems like a bad quality of a person. Oh, I understand that. I, I understand. I, I don't know if, not to discredit, I'm only, only quite the opposite. I, I wouldn't have thought that if I see somebody saying something, unless they say I'm sober now and then they're having a relapse, which also happens. But it's kind of the same thing with different words. I guess. I mean, like I'll stop eating donuts and, and processed sugars for a bit, but I... I'm probably going to eat them again at some point. Okay. That's a helpful example. Um, the the idea of sharing myself with the public, uh, less about what changes and more about, it's more about this is none of your business. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, I'm actually, incidentally, however much I podcast, I, I am a very private person. 
and like even stuff, our close friends, um, close friends of mine that you know that you're friends, but like people that like are my very tight circle. Yeah. Like there are things I don't share with them. Um, huh. And uh, until I want to. Um, and that gets, that's even more exaggerated. The less I know you, the less I, things I want to share. Um, I shred my mail. I've said this on my podcast, but I gave my, uh, I gave my cousin, I'm not like this now. My, there's also an OCD level to this, but I gave my cousin my PO box when she sent me her wedding invitations. Cause I didn't want to text her my address. Like I, I there's the pri- stuff that's one moment feels private and then it might not. But then similar to you in the Taco Bell stuff, if it feels private again, I already said it. So even if I feel okay talking about this mm. now, I know like I might not want this out there later. Yeah. So you kind of have to like anticipate that on the fly. While being present and honest. Oh. And I also wouldn't don't like the idea of lying. So what I have to then say is an express a boundary or I don't want to talk about this or just not give as many details. Yeah. This is definitely a struggle in podcasting. Yeah. I like... Yes. Like when people will ask me something for me, the easiest example is like how you said you're kind of you're a private person. Dave is a very private person. And so it's like I want to talk about certain things, but it's like I have to respect that boundary. And so then I'm having to like calculate that into my answer to certain things. And same with my family, too. Like there's things about my family that. Yes, I'll put certain things on blast because it's funny and safe. But then there's certain things that are completely off limits that I don't talk about with my family. Uh, publicly about my family. Then there's also dynamics where that I don't want to get too much into now, but I'm in a relationship Mm -hmm. and there may be some subject matter that I discussed that directly has nothing to do with her, but I am her boyfriend and she might be uncomfortable with some jokes I make or things I say. And when she had brought it up to me, um, my first instinct, because I have, put so much thought into what I'm comfortable talking about. And I accept what I am. I like what I am. I like my brand of comedy. I'm okay with this. I understand why I'm doing this. And if something makes her uncomfortable, it, it, it's it's a learning curve for me to be able to be like, okay, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. Versus, okay, I won't do that. Is over here. This is, doesn't matter. I will do that. Right. I mean, th- those are the two opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm not saying that's what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying finding that balance in between where it's like, all right, I won't do it that way. But like, what about it if it's contextualized like this and finding that balance? And then there's a communication that has to be reciprocal both ways with that. And then if you find that thing to then be present with somebody and like you said, like, nah, am I allowed to? Dave might be upset. Like to find that stuff. It's and you're doing it all the time. It's just like. I don't know. When I'm on stage, everything I talk about, I want to talk about. Yeah. Because I'm crafting Mm -hmm. an act, right? Here, it's just, we are just talking for an hour or two and there happen to be cameras on. So I'm just going to say some stuff that isn't thought out the same. So it's weird to be performing on a podcast and then say something and be like, oh, that's not, maybe somebody won't like that. And it's like, oh, that's such a hard. Yeah. I, I, And this is why some of the best podcasters are people like, honestly, Bobby and Kalila. It's a reality show. They have, they 
they are not having these anxieties that we have and that makes them so fucking golden on the screen they are so real and raw and in touch with who they are like it's so awesome and there are some per- stand-ups who are the opposite of that like they're amazing you know not the opposite in that way but like I'm sure you can think of someone who's a really, really great, hilarious stand-up who does what you just said. They have their well-crafted, funny act, but then it's like they don't have, they would never dream of sharing personal things. It is two very different skills, but weirdly there's like a weird overlap. I'm more okay sharing personal stuff on stage. I don't Uh, know. Yeah. I feel like, like it matters. I'm saying something that matters to me and I'm choosing to talk about it as opposed to something that organically comes up. Mm. And it's like, oh, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Do you connect to that at all? Yeah, because um, you're when you go on stage, you have it all planned out and you're in control and you're prepared. But when we're having a conversation, you have no idea where it's going to go. And then you're in the moment. And you're like, do I want to say this? I don't also, know. Also, unless somebody is filming and they shouldn't be, relatively speaking, mm. eh, I don't need to talk about that anymore. Like you're, tr- you're finding it on stage. Yeah. To put into the special, to put into the hour. Yeah. Um, pros and cons of what you were talking about, like Bobby and Kalila. There's some pros where people connect more. They they feel closer. They get to know them. What do you think some of the cons are? Um, I think on a bigger scale, maybe of the thing that we're saying we deal with on a smaller scale, which is like, or at least I that comes up for me. It's like, ugh. Now everybody knows that I do this and this, you know, I don't know that they feel that way. I really don't know, but that is what I would imagine. Maybe everyone's in their business. Everyone's in their breakup and their relationships and timing. But I could see a world where that, I I don't know if that first, I don't know how that lands on them. I would hate that. Yeah. I mean, even now I want to like, I feel like I have to uh, debrief and be like, also, the stuff that my girlfriend maybe doesn't like me talking about, I like. I feel the need to make sure that I publicly say, I don't think she's wrong about it. It's mm-hmm. just different boundaries, and I'm a comedian, and you just have to find that balance. Um, but like, if if I ever said anything that was misunderstood, and somebody was like, "Fuck her, she shouldn't do," that, you know, like people are so mean. Like nobody should tell a comedian what they are and they are not allowed. And then it's like, I'm opening the door to negative stuff. I I know, but honestly, I've had to really like wipe my life clean of caring about that because it is, it is just people only know the one hour of you that they see every week. And there is so much more. And I get it by the way, because I am the same way as those people when I watch the Kardashians and I speculate, Oh my God, Chloe, this Chloe, that like, I get it. It's a, we are putting ourselves out there for that. And for me to be sane, I have to just be like, Oh, these people are going to have opinions all the time. They're going to be wrong. And I I can't change their mind. I can't fight with them. I'm just like, all right, a bunch of people think this horrible thing about me. Like (laughs) that's the price of doing business, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a part of it where like the negative things they're thinking, Mm -hmm. but even just then just them knowing things about I'm Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not even the negative stuff. There's a vulnerability there. It's, It's none of your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I've had people come up to me after shows and deduce things in my life based off of things I've said or things mm-hmm. I haven't said mm-hmm. for a while. I, I uh, 
I tend to not talk about my personal relationships too much on podcasts. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's a great boundary. I had a girlfriend uh, a couple years ago. Um, I had mentioned her on my podcast sometimes mm -hmm. and we ended up breaking up for months and months. I don't, I'm not telling people, I'm not talking about her, but I'm not saying we broke up. It's nobody's business. And people started messaging me that, and at shows have asked me personal questions like, oh, so you and such and such broke up and da, 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 da. And it's like, people are kind of, some people could like figure shit out and are smart with stuff. And it's creepy. Mm. My mom used to get messages a lot from people. And my mom would be like, oh, this is fun. And she would like message people back. And it's like, some of most of it is probably fine. Right. But some of it is weird. Yeah. And then my mom posts personal stuff. My mom will post personal places and things. On her, and it's like, now these, I don't know. Yeah. Even now, I'm, I may be talking about it too much. Uh, meaning, boring, who cares, who cares. But uh, I also feel like I lost you a little with. No, I, I was just thinking like, yes, I had to years ago be like, mom, your Instagram needs you to be private. You had to do private. that too? Yeah, yeah you had, I did it has that. to go private. Like, yeah, there's certain boundaries you want to set because, and, and what is very true is there are a lot of people out there who want to connect with us, who are awesome, yeah. who I'm like, Most. I am just like you and I love this. But then there's like, because some interactions are a little bit weird or bad or take yeah. it too far, it kind of makes you have to overall step back, which sucks because there are so many people out there that listen to this podcast who are exactly like us, uh -huh. who, who, if we, if we were in a different, whatever situation we would be friends with, we would like, they're, they're drawn to us because they're like us and we're the same as them. And that's awesome. But it's not worth the scary. There are just, a, yes, there has to be a boundary in place. And also because not even just the scary, but that is a big part of it. But like, we can't be friends with all, like. I'm friends with every, almost every one of my, I'm on Discord. We talk all the time. But when I Link meet a fan randomly out, I'm like, oh my God, this person rules. Like then they give me recommendations for where to go in their city. And I'm like, fucking this feels so Have you good. noticed that a lot of your fans do have a simil similar character traits to you? Oh my God. I love, when I go to a show and I was just in Atlanta, I'm like, everyone here is a petite brunette. I, it made me so happy. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I had a show and uh, Justin Martindale was uh, featuring and said, uh, somebody said they have panic attacks. <laughs> to him and he goes oh that's interesting he's asking about and i was in the back i was thinking everybody who's here to see me <laughs> has anxiety <laughs> you know it's like a caricature of who we are and that's something i i only realized recently because this podcast is the first time i've started to experience like having an audience form like that kind of stuff yeah and it's funny it's like there is a niche for everybody and some people are are have a higher ceiling of how many people that are attract i don't feel like i'll ever be a very mainstream one of those big people but like there's pockets of smaller brunettes, anxious people with stomach aches. Yes. And then they find you. Yeah. It's, and then it's like, I feel so empowered by that. Cause like, Oh, I'm like, Oh my God, like people want this. People want to see themselves in someone. And so I get to be that for some people. And I, like, yeah. What is your thing? Uh, in addition to petite brunettes, what are a lot of Jewish women, um, a lot of girls who love Lana Del Rey and like are feel like they were raised by female pop stars, I would assume. Um, maybe girls really in touch with their sexuality, you know, like to talk about sex and stuff and feel free and open. 
Why do you always shut me down when I talk about stuff, sexual stuff I d- and jokes? It grosses me out from your point of view. Right. So when I'm serious or if I talk about sexual stuff, you get grossed out. When are you not grossed out by me? What stuff are you cool with me doing? Um, what? Um, <laughs> like when you're vulnerable sometimes. So sometimes so vulnerable, but only sometimes. And then when we're just kind of like flowing in conversation, I'm usually not that grossed out. Um, Percentage of the time. How much are you grossed out by me? I'm not really a numbers guy, but um, mm-hmm. I'll say this. If it was a pie, how many? How many? Uh, how oh, okay. Um, I would say if there's eight, if there's six pieces in the pie, I'm grossed out four pies pieces. Okay, so sixty-six percent. Sure, sixty-six percent. But this is important. Just because I'm grossed out doesn't mean I don't also want to hear and continue. So, could you give an analogy of something else in your life that grosses you out, but you still want it? Are you kidding? Yeah, like, um, well, because we're talking about pie, like I made a pie this week and if I had two pieces left in the pie and they were three days to there, you know, it wasn't time to eat it. I'd be a little grossed out by it, but I'd want it still. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, anything, an example sex that's not is fr- kind of, there's some grossness to sex and I'm like, all right, let's do that. Uh, can you give an example? You don't have to give a personal example, but like something that maybe nothing you've done or haven't done, but just like, here's a pretty big example people could get. Well, it's just when you think about it, it's gross. I I don't think it's gross. I'm not, here's serious conversation. Let's have a serious conversation. I don't see it as gross. I think that there's dirty, but I don't think of it. Dirty is different than gross to me. Gross is garbage can. Dirty is like kink. I guess sex isn't the best example, but I stand by the like. Tell me, tell me what's gross because it's bodily fluids. Yeah, you know, it's like if you really thought about it, you're like. I think about it. Okay, well, I mean, butt. So specifically butt sex. because Because there's duty. No. Other than butt stuff, because butt stuff I could get. I mean, listen. I got nothing against a butthole. Okay. One of my best friends is a butthole. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with her. But um, other than the butthole, because I could get the, that duty. I also, though, think that human is gross. Well, you think you look at humans the same as you look at bacteria. No, it's it's like, I, I say this a lot, but I really wish that if I cut my arm off, like it would be like a Barbie doll inside, just rubber. Like I think like bones are really, really gross and scary and muscles and like tendons right. and stuff is so nasty. Sure. Sure. Okay. But like, I'll still exist oh, well. despite that. We are grateful. <laughs> I think bones and muscles are nasty, but despite that, I'll still exist. That's correct. Esther. It's a good merch. Pavitsky. Is that a quote? It is now. Cause you said it. What do you, so what are you thinking now? Feeling good? You're right. Yeah. What about you? I feel. Uh, I feel. I'm. A, I feel. I'm not putting this on you. I feel a little disconnected. Okay. Because I was talking and you had to kind of. No. Could we push in on that face she's making? <laughs> so really go into that and put that, that. What's wrong with your knee? 
I was sitting on my ankle a certain way too long and it started to get sore. You feel connected now? Mm-hmm. Does this fall under the category of one that you'd consider not airing? I'm just curious. I'm not asking you that's my perspective. I'm just curious on your end. I'll air this. That's not what I asked. What did you ask? Does this fall under the category of one you'd consider not airing? And since I'm going to air this, the assumption is that I am not considering not airing it. Okay. So did did I answer the question? <sighs> not necessarily, but in a roundabout way. I felt I, I, I was pretty direct with it. I'm going to air this. But what, did you consider not airing it at any point? <laughs> I wasn't considering not okay. airing it at any point. Great. Now I have my answer. So the question you meant to ask was at any point during this conversation. <laughs> no. no. Can we let people know that our podcast is much lighter and more fun? Well, no, not if it goes in the direction you want it to go into where I listen to you and don't interrupt you. I don't. You could interrupt me. I just. No, this some, is what you wanted. Sometimes I would. It would be nice for you to listen. Okay. I listen. I listen to you on our podcast. I also think this episode was a, an amount of silliness and an amount of re, real talk. It's like that's a podcast. Yeah, I'd never consider not airing it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I don't know. I'll be on Trash Tuesday. That's already out or it's coming out next week is my guess. When does this come out? Actually, Trash Tuesday may have come out a couple weeks ago. No. I think it comes probably this this will come out sometime in July. Yeah. Same with the Trash Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Did we have a good time on Trash Tuesday? I don't know. Let's talk as if we are we, we just filmed Trash Tuesday the other day and now we know everything. Okay. I Did you have a good time? I thought that went smoother than I thought it would. But it seems like Well, how did you think it would go first? I was a little nervous about how it would go, but it actually ended up being totally fine. Yeah. How did you think it was going to go and how did it go? Uh, I thought S- specific, it please. was going to go unsmooth and then it went smooth. Now, how about you say what you think, how it went? Is there anything in particular that you liked about it that you could say? Like anything that we talked about or that you thought was funny or interesting? I liked that everybody was on in character and themselves. Those seem to be opposites. Oh, no. In my mind, those are the same. Okay. Uh, I thought it was funny when you were talking about uh, uh, how steak grosses you out. We, oh, you watched some recent trash? No. You do know that we're pretending to know about a conversation that didn't happen and I'm just giving something specific. Yeah, but that literally happened on an episode that comes out tomorrow. That came out weeks ago, didn't it? But, oh my God. <laughs> I don't like steak. Um, so the example that I gave, not only did it make sense to you, it is literally something that you connect to, something that you talked about. Yeah. So what are the chances? It's weird. Something weird is going on. That's why I feel like, are you, do you have, are you bugging? I'm editing your podcast. Oh. I've been editing oh. your podcast for three weeks now. That makes sense. Why has something been going on in the edits? Yeah. What's been happening? Well, there's Spill been the dish. there's been like Spill the dish. There's been like cartoon doo doos and vomits. 
that has your name all over it. Man, fucking. Trust you, they really has been doing animated poops. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gulp, gulp, gulp. You love that, huh? Is that you like poop? You dirty talking during getting, <laughs> while, while doing anal. You like that, huh? You like poop? <laughs> Uh, well, well, do you think maybe for the last 30 minutes or so we should just put in some upbeat music underneath? <laughs> I think we had a time. <laughs> All right. <sighs> to be continued on Rick and Esther have a time, I guess, unless we stop doing it right now, which is fine. We'll sh- let's shake on it. <laughs> I didn't want. I don't want to stop doing it. Oh. I I wanted to give it a real go. Oh well, I was. I that was actually. I. I was making like a silly statement that wasn't true. I guess it could can be considered a joke, but I'm not really good at making jokes, so I understand if you didn't get it. I got it. Okay. I'm just gonna go. All right. Is that? Will I still get paid? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't expect money from this. I just expect a great time with you. You look so great. I had a great time with you. I'm coming back. (laughs) A little more of that. (laughs) You are a special man. You are a big boy. I don't need you to tell me about me. I wanted to hear about positive feelings from you. Yeah, we did the podcast. We did a good... We did it. We did it. Yeah. I didn't know if we were going to be able to do this. And we did it. And Trash Tuesday went great. We talked about your steak. We talked about how you weren't sure about the pH of your vagina because it was having a little bit of a smell. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you say my weird so you continued the sentence? (laughs) Is that what happened? Good goodness, golly, no. Well, I'll take a Polaroid of you. Head on over to pod.snaps on Instagram where I have no Polaroids posted yet, but I'll be posting all the Polaroids of every episode that's ever come out once I get around to it. One sec, Esther. In the meantime, is there anything you want to plug? Come see me live on tour. We already plugged um, Eric Griffin's dates. So is there anything else you want to plug? Estheronice.com. I'm coming to New York City, Boston, Chicago, D.C., Detroit, a lot of places in California. And I love to... Do you think you want to smile for the picture? What do you want me to look, or what do you want? Yeah, However you want to pose. Can I picture? should I take my headphones off? I'm whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. So aggressive and scary. Well, you got to get close, otherwise it's you know. Okay. Well, good. Too much of you. Okay. Good. Good. Kind of look like a witch. Do you want to fix something? What you fix it? I mean, <laughs> doctor. Sure. No, no, no. All right. What do you want me to take it on three is what I normally Can do. Can I put it. my sunglasses on? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Oh, you actually look really good like that. One, two, three. Wow. I'm going to have you sign this too, okay? Okay. Great. Um, yeah. All right. That's what she said. Theme music. Scoot. Yeah.
I'm sleeping with Dave. Scoot doo, blue. Scoop D. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, that was good. That was, I think we did a good job. <laughs>